Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hey, welcome everybody. We're so excited for this conversation, both of us. Hi, Esther. Hi, everyone. Welcome to unpacking the need for reactive realities with your significant other, which Esther and I both could not wait to talk about because we're using the tools <laughs> dynamically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. So if you guys are seeing my stuff on, if you guys have been paying attention to me, if you are starting to see my stuff on Instagram, you know that um, I am actively in the hunt for, I've been actively in the hunt for tools that can change reaction. And I've gone personally all over the map with this, all through the access consciousness tool spectrum. And it's, I've had some change, but I would say for me personally, the, change, the thing that's created the most change in this area of relationship and reaction and all the things that go on when you're with somebody have been clearing out the need for reactive realities. So how about you, Esther? <laughs> Good, better day by day. <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. interesting. This uh, reactive reality, like we already talked about this. I'm not sure if it's like uh, like streaming or in the calls, like. But since then, you we were talking about reactive realities uh, with any relationship, regarding any relationship. Like since then, how we are aware of how many different areas we are doing reactions. Yeah. So what what has uh, changed you? Like what? What was in the past? How did you function in the relationship? And what has changed after you found out this reactive reality, need for reactive reality in relationships? So tell me about that. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) So, So for me personally, I would say I have always, the way I learned to do react, the way I learned to do relationship was to react. Honestly, if I'm honest, like if I look back in my family dynamic, uh, we were literally just needs for reactive realities walking around, just bashing into each other. And what that created for us as a family was a lot of conflict. So we were kind of constantly in conflict because that's taking things personally. That's getting your feelings hurt. That's needing to confront somebody about something they're doing. All of those relationship things, tools, skill sets that were taught in therapy are healthy ways of relating actually just enhance the conflict. And so you're kind of constantly on the lookout for what somebody's doing that is personal to you. And so that's just the need for a reactive reality, walking around, looking for something to take personally. I wouldn't say that we did that on purpose or as a way of hurting each other, but that's what I learned. So I took that with me into my adult life. And now I've, this is my third marriage, uh, a lot, a lot of long, you know, long-term relationships later and I would say in this one, it's reached, it reached a fever pitch. We moved ourselves to a totally different country, um, which I had no idea was going to take me out of everything I was comfortable with. And um, it did. <laughs> and put ourselves into a position where I was, I was dependent on him for things. He was dependent on me for things. And so we got dependent on each other, which created this really terrible dynamic because we're both incredibly independent. So we, it's like the ante got upped to a degree that I, what all of that need for reactive reality showed up in my world. On top of that, we moved to a country where the need for reactive reality is kind of the way to do things. So if you look at certain countries, that's just how you do relationships is you react to one another, you react to things. Um, so we moved to Colombia for those of you guys that are wondering. So Latin America is known for like 
telenovela reality, right? That's how you do relationships here. So all that whole combination of things um, brought out in me the way of functioning, probably my worst possible way of functioning ever. And I just, so I would function like that. I would go crazy with reaction about something. And then I would go looking for the tools to change it. And that's really been me like the last two years. So I would say I've become an expert in reaction. <laughs> I was like, when these, when these tools came out and I heard the phrase, the need for a reactive reality, I was like, oh my God, that is exactly what it is that I've been doing. That is exactly where I've been functioning from. And when he and I are at our worst, we're just to the knees for reactive realities, bashing against each other, waiting until it breaks us up essentially, because mm-hmm. there's no way out of a need for a reactive reality except to recognize what it is and choose mm-hmm. something else, pock and pot it and choose something else. You can't fix it. You can't figure it out. There's no reason for it. It's literally, it's literally kind of like all the distractor implants that we've ever talked about um, in one phrase, right? It's just a need for a reactive reality. And so that need can show up as anger. It can show up as frustration. It can show up as jealousy. It can show up as you know, getting ridiculous over sex. It can show up as, oh my God, you said you loved me, but now you're doing this. Like the distractor implants kind of go away when you pock and pot or you clear the need for a reactive reality. So this is huge because literally the last week, all I've been doing is, so now you guys can use your relationships to get conscious. (laughs) You can literally walk around your day and, and, you know, notice the energy that shows up in your world. Ask, is this the need for a reactive reality? It will be. And, and then pop and pop it. And, and that right there has, I, I think two days ago I woke up and for the first time, and I, I don't even remember how long, I was literally happy. I had space in my world. I had the choice for happiness available um, in a way that I hadn't, I can't remember how long. So wow. that's just been, I mean, yeah, that's, it's been huge for me. And I know that for you too, like you've been playing with these for the last five days or so. Like, have you noticed, what have you noticed? Oh, I literally, I cannot wait for the call. Like I, I <laughs> we just, I know just, we touched the surface, like the very surface. And there's like, um, I, I'm not noticing deeper things behind it. Like this, I, personally for me, all these reactions, like connected to that, how right I want to be, how much I want to be right all the time. So personally, that is for me. So I really want to change this because it's affect like every area of our lives. It's not just about our significant other. If you change your relationship with your significant other, you change yourself. So that's going to change more things in your life, money, business, your body, like everything, all the relationships can change. So yeah, what has changed for me, like, I'm aware when I'm doing it. And that's a huge step. Like, I'm not like, uh, totally going into the bullshit or like, you know, the blind uh, face mindset. And like, I really can't perceive the difference. Like, okay, I'm aware of this now that I'm doing this. I'm choosing this. I know what I'm doing. I'm not just like that. And like you yeah. want to reaction totally and fighting. So that's what's changed for me that I'm, I'm, I know what I'm doing in the moment. So, but it's all, it's still changing. <laughs> it's just it's the still changing for me too. Yeah. Yeah. One of the yeah. things I'm noticing after only a week of using these tools and you guys are more than welcome to join us on the call today. It's crystaljoycrawford.com slash clarity. And you can pick the significant other call. 
What I'm noticing after a week of using these tools and literally just clearing and clearing and clearing the need for reactive realities in the moment, just in general, I'm doing a 30, I'm doing two 30 by 30s. I'm like going after this with a bazooka. What I'm noticing is that, so one, I have more space and more happiness. Two, in certain moments, I go looking to the past. I go looking for a familiar sensation from like even a week ago. So it's like, if he would do this, then I would feel this. So for example, (laughs) So Andres left the house today. We're usually, we're together a lot. Sometimes he leaves the house. So <laughs> he's the one that drives. He's the one that goes out and gets everything. I kind of stay at home and I work and I do content and then we we'll leave sometimes. He left really <laughs> early this morning. And my tendency has been that when he leaves early to just get mad. I just get mad about it. And it doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It, it doesn't make sense and it's not logical. It's just what I've been doing. So he left early this morning and I've been using these tools for a week now and I could feel myself looking for the need to react. And that's the thing about this stuff, you guys, and that's why I keep talking about it is because it's the need that holds the reaction in place, period. If you don't need something, it doesn't show up in your life, but the need tugs it into your world. And so when it comes to a relationship, anything could be substance, fodder, um, stimulant for a reaction, anything. And for those of you guys that have ever been in a really volatile relationship, or if you're in one now, you know what I'm talking about. It kind of almost doesn't matter what the thing is. It's like any little thing can be a stimulus for a reaction. So, you know, like when, for example, when you get aware of a lie, anger is a natural emergence of an inner, like if you, if you get angry, you're usually aware of a lie. But if you aren't also aware that you have a need for a reactive reality, that awareness of a lie and the energy it brings up will send you into your need, will feed your need, and then you'll be into a reaction about the lie. Somebody, people people lie to themselves and each other all the time. Like we lie to ourselves about being a terrible person, for example. We're not actually terrible people. We're great, but we tell ourselves we're bad all the time. So we're constantly lying to ourselves. So like if you're in a relationship and you've got another person in your life, they're very likely judging themselves. You know, that happens. That's a lie. So I'm with a really kind guy who's like constantly beating himself up, for example. So I would walk around the house, we'd walk around the house and I would be constantly triggered because there's all these lies going on. He's beating himself up about this or that or this. And then he's got the need for a reactive reality and I've got the need for a reactive reality. And then we're just like bashing into each other, trying to find the reason for all these energies being up and then creating the reason because it has to be something in the relationship right but it's not something in the relationship it's just different things that we're doing inside of each other that each of us are reacting to and so like it's literally when that's going on you are living in a a landmine you're you're just it's a minefield right like there's it doesn't matter where you step there's going to be something to react about because of because of your need for a reactive reality. So what's happening now is like, as I'm clearing out the need for a reactive reality, and it's literally just melting out of my world. I, I like can't find it. That's how cool this shit is. You just can't find it anymore. I go looking for it sometimes because it's familiar, but then I catch myself going to look something. for it. There's gotta be something, right? Like there's gotta be, I should have a feeling about this. Where is it? Where, <laughs> I can feel myself bird dogging for a feeling this morning. Like, this can't just be. But the exactly what you said, the coolest thing is that I'm getting aware of it now. And I'm like, I'm bird dogging for a feeling. I can just leave this alone. 
And then, of course, he's accustomed to me doing a feeling around his thing. So this morning, he's like, you, are you okay? Are you reactive this morning? I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, have a good day. Mm. Have fun. He's like, have fun? I'm going to a government office. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want that to be miserable? <laughs> We're, like, having to, like, recreate. Get We're now getting to, like, create our dynamic new because literally the way that we were functioning before is just disappearing, And I am so excited about this. I know, Esther, I know you're excited about this too, because this means that (laughs) if this is actually truly happening, and it is, and we are willing to continue to go after clearing out this need, who the fuck knows who we can be for each other and with each other? What is truly possible when the need to react goes away? Yeah, that's the exact conversation I had with my partner, like, we were starting to go into like something argument and yeah. we started to choose something else. Okay, do we have to do this? And I asked him a question like, what would happen if we never go into reaction? And he said like, we would never argue, we would never fight. And like, we, we, we would just actually just enjoy each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like what? And like, it's crazy because I heard that in the past about relationships and wisdom, you know, that if you don't fight, you're not like, in relationships or like there's no, you, you know, there's gotta marriages. be a problem totally there's gotta yeah, be a problem there i was listening fighting. Like, i was listening to a podcast there yeah then, like go. how many times like people say like a uh, marriage like someone to like a couple fighting like they oh they are so such a good marriage couple like that is what a good marriage like they are fighting and like like, like oh they're so like cute marriage couple like this just doesn't make any sense for me <laughs> yeah, so I was watching, I, I get kind of addicted to these dating reality shows, so Perfect Match, Love is Blind, and then today I was listening to a podcast with some of the um, the participants, and just, you know, finding out what, just finding out more, and, you know, one of the things that I started to notice in, like, I was, well, what show was it? I think it was Love is Blind. They met, they meet without seeing each other, and then they propose, and then they get engaged, and then they see each other, and they go out into the real world and see if it can work. And one of the couples got out and, and they were just enjoying each other. And one of them said, no, they, one of them went to talk to their friends and their friends were like, well, what do you find about? And they're like, well, nothing. We just really enjoy each other. And the friend said, well, there's got to be something. Literally, they went back together and invented something. And then from that moment mm-hmm. on, they've been fighting. And I was like, we... Yeah. What we are taught about relationships is absolute bullshit, and it's based on the need for a reactive reality. It's exactly what you said. Like, if you're not reacting about something, do you actually have a relationship? Well, well, no, yeah. really, you don't. You have a communion. You have enjoyment. You have pleasure. You have creationship, as we're starting to call it here. And, like, what's right about that? We're not kidding. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I love this topic because this... Um... Um, when you're actually in a relationship, I, I just realizing how many lies are like, this is one of the things in life that we bought so many things that is just not true for us. Like it's yeah. crazy. And since you get into a relationship, like that actually contributing and like how access cause like a creation ship, like it's like work, like self work and teamwork and like, um, yeah. so many unlearning process in this, uh, it's just crazy. Like actually the question about what's true for me 
Yeah. Yeah. What's yes. And I'm start like with clearing this out the last week, exactly what you said. I'm starting to discover what's true for me. What's true for me is incredibly peaceful and it's incredibly like, there's a lot of, I just am a lot of allowance. I'm incredibly peaceful. I'm like really, I love just doing like daily life things and creating stuff and losing myself in creation and, and then having food and then enjoying it. Like, that's actually true for me. Yeah. But if, if I'm stuck doing my mom's reality with relationship and I can't see my way out of it, that's, the, that's, where, I was, that's where I was stuck. That's where I was like trying to change this, trying to change this. And, and the only thing that really changed it was acknowledging that I had a need. Mm. Ugh. And, you know, I mean, all reality TV is based on the need for reactive realities. Like, yeah. If you yeah, didn't need to react, you- there'd be no drama. Yeah. Yeah, I was exa- exactly thinking about, like, since, like, we were born, like, watching movies, like, fairy tales, like, series and everything, our families, we just learned how to react to different situations. Like, yeah. that's the obvious, to react that yeah. way. And that creates, like, this conflict between what's true for you and what you learned that you should do. And that's what we are about to change also in this call and like in general, like about reactive realities. Like actually yeah. getting asked to what do you want to, what do you desire? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, here's yeah. another example of how insane this gets. How do you know somebody loves you? Oh, yeah. They, did they react in the right way? That, that's how you know no. somebody loves you. They react in the right way according to you. That's why it was love has always been a distractor implant because it's a distraction from what's really going on. Mm. It's like you get all distracted about whether or not somebody loves you based on what they're choosing, based on how they're reacting or not reacting to you. You know, mm. I remember one of the difficulties as we, there was so, we've gone through so much stuff in the last two years, but, you know, as the, all of this need for reactive realities was emerging and all the reaction was happening, one of the things that came out of Andres's mouth was like, this isn't caring. This isn't love. This isn't love. And I was like, and when you look back on it, it's like, yeah, this isn't loving for sure. And I could see in his world where he was, there was no ability or no tools or no language to articulate what was going on. It was just, this is love and this isn't love. And if this isn't love, then what are we doing? And so like we kept breaking up because we were like, so we would be really unloving towards each other and then really loving towards each other and go, okay, well, this is love. This isn't love. So the conflict was always like, should I stay or should I go? Because there's both. Well, I guess during this, I'll leave. And then I'll, over here, I want to stay. And so that's, that, what, that's what creates that constant, should I stay or should I go? Of like, well, the proof of love is here now, but now it's not here. But now it's here, but now it's not here. Whew. I mean, what's, what's available beyond that? You know, what I'm discovering now is like, what's available beyond that is the ease and the space and the possibility of the choice for to have each other in your life or not have each other. And that when I'm being me, it's very, very easy. Everything's very, very easy. <laughs> like, there's no conflict. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So you guys, we want to keep talking about this with you and we want to contribute to you and how, what's showing up for you. So if you'd like to come on the call, uh, it's crystaljoycrawford.com slash clarity in real time. It's going to be in one hour and 40 minutes, Mara. <laughs> and you are more than welcome to come on the call. 
If you can't make it live, it will be in the shop and we are also going to be creating a clearing loop from it. But I am also creating a 10-week private intensive with me for anybody who wants to get out of reaction in their relationship. That's going to start next week. So there's going to be many, 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 many more conversations about this because I have, I get that I'm interested in creating freedom for whoever wants it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Esther. I'm so grateful for you. Me too. And thank you guys for watching. And, and we'll either we'll see you on the call or we'll see you on the next show. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm -hmm.